listeners, it's time. Hello, food lovers, it's Dave. Are you ready for some foodie fun? Yes, today and every weekday, cooking something good and your host, Dave Duso, brings you foodie fun adventures and fantastic food talk. Get ready for great recipes, food experts, daily prizes, lots of laughs, and of course, great deals on restaurant certificates and other food-related items at cookingsomethinggood.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, oh no, it's Dave Dussault. That's right, live from the Conway Scenic Railroad Broadcast Studio, the CSG Broadcast Network brings you yet another great episode of Cooking Something Good. It's the radio show that brings you foodie fun, recipes, great deals on restaurant certificates, all kinds of food-related gadgets, and more. You can find that at cookingsomethinggood.com. Uh, we've got a great week in front of us. Uh, all week long, we will be and have been talking about seaside and seasonal great restaurants on the water uh, in New Hampshire, Maine, and Massachusetts, and today is no exception. Today, we're going to have Billy Moore from Spanky's Clam Shack in Hyannis, Massachusetts. It's a dive, but it's a dive that if you're in the Hyannis area, you will want to dive into. They are famous for their seafood. We've got Gary Greco from Starboard Galley in Newburyport. Now, that's a restaurant that's been dishing out the seafood for over 43 years, and you do not hang around 43 years unless you're doing something right. we got the Sharila deal of the day, the foodie know-it-all, all kinds of way to win prizes. It's going to be a fun day. Stick around to cooking something good, and we're going to bring you the action. But first, like we do every show, we're going to start it off with the Sharila Dila, the day, the Sharila Dila, the day. Today is a sweet and tangy Jones barbecue sauce. The Jones family has been providing great barbecue to the greater Kansas City area for over 50 years, and the Jones sisters have now taken over the operation and are doing an amazing job, and they put out an absolutely amazing sauce. They've been on the Steve Harvey show. They've been on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, and they sell a lot of barbecue sauce because it's really, really good. Today, we got a 15-ounce bottle of their sweet and tangy barbecue sauce from the Jones sisters. You know, from the porch to their backyard, they're about bringing people together. And the secret to their sauce, they work really hard, and they love what they do. So how can you beat that? You can get their sauce. It's usually $24. You can get it shipping included right now for $12 at cookingsomethinggood.com. Jones Barbecue Sweet and Tangy Sauce. It's the Sharila deal of the day, 50% off. It's uh, $12, usually $24. You can get it at cookingsomethinggood.com. And here's another chance for you to win because it's time for the Dear Dave question of the day. Every day we have one Dear Dave question. It comes to us from listeners like you. If you have a Dear Dave question that you'd like us to answer, and I will now say that it's food-related starting today, starting tomorrow, actually. 
All you have to do is send your Dear Dave question to Dave at CookingSomethingGood.com in the subject line, write Dear Dave. If we pick your food-related question and read it on the air, you are going to win a $20 gift certificate. And why am I prefacing this? Because today's Dear Dave comes from Hannah R. in Dover, New Hampshire. And she asks, Dear Dave, are those year-long heartworm pills safe for my dog? So I had to ask Jack and Janice because I, you know, I wasn't sure if you could still win the gift certificate because it wasn't food related. But they pointed out that I have never said the Dear Dave has to be food related until now. So Hannah R. from Dover, New Hampshire, yes, you still win the gift certificate. I have absolutely no idea. None. None. Not even a clue. I think my dog gets it, but I don't even feel like I'm comfortable answering the question. I recommend you call a vet. Or if you have a friend, a close friend who is a veterinarian, you ask them. You could do some research. You can, there's a thing called, you could Google it, but I don't know. But you still win the gift certificate because of the little, little flaw in our system. But from now on, a Dear Dave question has to be food related. I don't know, but you still win the gift certificate. So, hey, what the heck? Listen, we're going to take a little break. We're going to pay a couple of bills and we will be back with our first guest after this. Hey, gastromaniacs. I know there's nothing more frustrating than when you're in the kitchen and you're working away like a maniac and you spill something. Don't worry. Nothing cleans up all of your spills faster or better than spill salt. Simply completely cover any spill with spill solve until there's no visible sign of liquid. And with a few sweeps of a broom, all you're left with is a clean, dry surface. It's immediately safe for foot or vehicle traffic. And this includes greasy restaurant floors too. No more chemicals mopping the floor down at the end of the night. If you own a restaurant, Spill Solved is also great. And the best part, Spill Solved can be used over and over again. That's right, it's recyclable. Use it over and over. It's an easy to use container. You simply pour it right back in. This is a great product. Spill Solved, you can find it at cookingsomethinggood.com. That's Spill Solved at cookingsomethinggood.com. And hey, we're back all week long here on Cooking Something Good. We're talking about seaside restaurants. And one of my favorite things about a lot of these places is the history. Places that have been around a long time with uh, the next generation in place, or sometimes more than that. There's a great place in Newburyport. It's called Starboard Galley. And with us today is Gary Greco from Starboard Galley. Uh, Gary, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. You talk about history. Your family opened Starboard in January of 78, and I can imagine the excitement of finally opening the doors after months about thinking about it, about buying either a new building or an existing building. You guys bought an old restaurant with a lot of history in the building. The ideas first come to your mom and dad's head. They think about the possibilities, then they plan and blah, blah, blah. But finally, the dream becomes a reality. And after months and months of doors opening for you guys in January of 1978, 20 days or so later, one of the worst blizzards to ever hit New England shuts down everything. The economy shuts down. It threatens to turn those dreams into a nightmare. But that doesn't happen because the Grecos are not quitters, which is evident today, 43 years later, because the starboard galley is still 
here, and it has been killing it for 43 years. But it must have been a nerve-wracking time with that storm hitting. Do you remember those days and, and the stories you've heard and how it affected your start? I do remember it. I was in high school at the time. My father was here, and he was here during the storm when the storm hit. And it was it was pretty wild. We never really did close that week. We stayed open. We fed the, back then, I think it was Mass Electric utility guys that were all up here working in the area, Plum Island, getting them power. And they needed a place to go. So we continued to stay open through the whole thing. But what a start, huh? What a way to begin the, what a way to start the show. Yeah. Just amazing. Hey, I love your menu because it's traditional. And a lot of restaurants, they mix it up. They're always making these big changes. Hosting this show, I've noticed a trend, and that is restaurants who seem to pass the test of time, the longtime survivors like you guys, there's a consistency there in the food. Would you say that's true about uh, Starboard Galley? Yes, I think the consistency is a big part of it, and the staff is a big part of it. Having long-term employees that are able to keep the consistency is a big factor. Yeah, there's a lot of truth that because I, I know I go back to places on the seacoast uh, when I, whenever I go. Sometimes it's every year, every other year, and uh, I see the same people working. And, uh, and I'll go sometimes my mom just, oh, how are you? I haven't seen you in 15, 20 years. That's a cool part of owning a business like that. Newburyport, it's nice now. It's a, it's a great area. But when I was a kid, it wasn't very nice. It's kind of run down. Plus your family, your mom and dad, they weren't from that immediate area. How did they choose Newburyport? Uh, at the time, my father was in the restaurant business, and he wanted to branch out on his own. He was working two jobs. The restaurant business was his second job. He wanted to make it his first job. That was his passion. And, I mean, he just, he was coming out of Arlington at that time, and he just had a radius of his 40, 50 miles to find something that he liked. And ended up landing here in Newburyport. Boy, it sure did work. Hey, before I let you go, I uh, always get into the places that I interview, which is one of the big bonuses of this job. So I'll be stopping in shortly. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to order. I've already pre-planned it. Tell me what you think I should add, what I should subtract, or anything uh, that you want to talk about on your menu. I'm going to start with the clam chowder because I'm a clam chowder nut. Love wedge salad. And I have to go with that house special. It's, it's for me a must. Two jumbo shrimp and steak tips. Sounds fantastic. Because I'm getting surf and turf, I was tempted to get some Chianti, but there's too much fish for me in this meal. So I'm going to go with the sea glass, uh, Sauvignon Blanc. And I'm going to follow it up with Spumoni because of my Italian heritage. Although the French Canadian in me, they're really tempted by the bread pudding. Anything that I should add or subtract or, or talk a little bit more about some things on your menu that people might be interested in? Well, if you're going to come to the coast, I think you'll want to get the fresh steamers and probably a lobster roll. We just brought in a new wine called River Sale. I would suggest that over the sea glass. It's delicious. And I think just enjoy the, the view of the Merrimack River and spend a nice afternoon out on our open deck. Yeah, it's a great deck from everyone I've talked to who has been to the restaurant. It's a great restaurant. We're looking forward to getting there soon. Gary Greco from Starboard Galley, thank you so much. We really appreciate you being with us, and we look forward to getting there real soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have some great new foodie questions of the day here on Cooking Something Good. We'll be back after this. Take a step back in time. Visit New Hampshire's Conway Scenic Railroad at the center of North Conway Village, 
we offer a choice of heritage and scenic train rides the whole family will enjoy. Take a journey over Crawford Notch on our Mountaineer. Or take a spin on one of our valley runs where we recreate classic train travel when rustic passenger trains ran from town to town. Our pub train offers a selection of beverages and culinary delights. Call 603-356-5251 or visit us online at conwayscenic.com. Parents, if you're looking for a really good, fun time with your kids, something wholesome, something interesting for not just your kids, but for you too, it's the Conway Scenic Railroad. They've got great trips. Uh, you can go anywhere from four and a half to five hours to 45 minutes, but you got to get there and get on that website now because these tickets sell out fast and they've got great food on these trains. I have been there. I had a chance to get into their kitchen cars. It's amazing what they're able to produce. Great food, great fun, just a great day in North Conway. So go to the North Conway Scenic Railroad's webpage. Just go to cookingsomethinggood.com. You can click right through from there on the little train. It'll take you to their website. The North Conway Scenic Railroad. Recommended by us here at Cooking Something Good. Hi, Dave. Hiya, Mom. How are you? I'm good. Hey, I'm guess sitting what? right here and enjoying the weather. Perfect. Hey, guess what? You're on the show. So before you say anything, remember you're on the air. Oh, I have to watch it. Okay, I promise I'll watch it. You have to listen to it. You have to listen to it. <laughs> okay. It's a radio show. Hey, listen, I, um, I need a recipe for the week because we had nobody send in the recipe of the week. What's, what's my favorite thing that you make? I like boiled dinner. The rock Cornish game hen stuffed <gasps> with wild rice and dried cranberries. Oh, yes. Do you have your... your... And orange sauce on top. Oh, <laughs> that's a great idea. Do you, have your, uh, do you have that recipe with you somewhere? Do you have that book with you? Let me just run into the kitchen and I'll get it. Okay, you run and in. I'll, I'll whistle while you're going. It. <laughs> okay, Dave. <laughs> You got it? Yes. You should have had your guitar out. Oh, I know. But it's a cooking show, not a music show. Well, you can combine the two. You're the best, Mom. <laughs> You're the best. I wish all my listeners were like They're you. They're not mutually e exclusive, you know, music and cooking. I love to have music on while I cook. That's all right. true. You're absolutely right. All right, let's go through this recipe for the folks. Why don't you go through it step by step, and I'll just be okay. quiet and let you do it. Uh, rock Cornish Games Hen. We need one per person. And you salt and pepper them and rub them with a little butter on the outside before you put them in the oven. My wild rice recipe is... Uh, well, how long do you put them in the oven for? Wait a minute. I'll get to that. <laughs> I haven't stuffed them yet, Dave. Okay. <laughs> okay. The wild rice stuffing, I cook that. And I love to add the dried cranberries, maybe a little celery if you want, or scallion, some lemon thyme, whatever you like to go with cranberries. You know, you can, it, it's the kind of thing you can fudge around with. Yep. So you stuff them, and you put them in the oven for maybe 45 minutes or so. Cook until done. <laughs> okay, 45 minutes or so. What are they looking so, for? Well, it depends upon the size of the rock Cornish game hen. Some are small and some are larger. Okay. Okay. Um, and I put them in and I bake them for about uh, 350. Yeah. And like I said, 45 to 60 minutes. 
usually it's never longer than an hour. Okay. And after they've been in for a few minutes, I add a little of the orange sauce. I can give you the recipe. The orange sauce is from Grandma Parker's. That's my grandmother. Okay. And the cookbook I have it in is 1932 cookbook, you can imagine. Okay, so good. But but it's the best orange sauce ever. Tried and tested? Yes. Oh, all the time. Okay. (laughs) Okay. One cup of sugar quarter teaspoon of salt, two tablespoons of cornstarch, one cup of orange juice, a quarter cup of lemon juice, three quarters of a cup of boiling water. You mix that and uh, you boil it for about one minute, but stir it constantly because, you know, it's going to be sticky. Yep. So you got to, st- but just cook it for about one minute. Uh, remove it from the heat and add one tablespoon of butter and one teaspoon of orange and lemon zest. Sounds good. What's next? Okay. After the hens have been in the oven for maybe a half an hour, take some of the orange sauce and just drizzle some on, but you don't want to do it before that because it's got sugar in it and it'll burn. Yes. Good point. Very good point. Well, so what I do with the rest of it, I serve the orange sauce to pour over the rice and the meat as we eat. So it makes it, it's like an orange gravy. Yes, it is. Now, and you make this with what kind of rice? Wild rice. Yep. A, a nice wild rice. It sounds easy and delicious. Remember, 165 degrees. If you want to use your meat thermometer, cook it to at least 165 degrees. Let it rest for at least five to ten minutes so it relaxes. It is one of my favorite dishes from my favorite, favorite, well, tied for, tied for one of my four favorite women in the world, my mom. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Thanks, mom. Do you want to know what? Do you want to know what vegetable I do with it? Yes, but even though you're my mom, you gotta hurry. Okay, I take tomatoes and I cut the top off. I put on top a little breadcrumbs that I've sautéed with a little butter. Yep. Sprinkle that over and um, arrange in a baking sheet. And then what I do is I drop in some boiled onions right in in the uh, baking dish, and I put it under the broiler. Simple, quick. And nice. Do you know how much I love you? Do you know how much I love you too, darling? <laughs> Thanks. That's my mom with the recipe of the week. I'll see you tomorrow, mom. I'll be right here waiting for you. Bye-bye. Three cheers. And we are back. With us is Bill from Spanky's Clam Shack in High Annis. Bill, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me on. Listen, I, uh, I don't mean to insult you. I think this is kind of, in, in, in my opinion, it's a compliment, but I love your dive. And I call it a dive, but it's not. It's a great, cute little place. It's right in Hyannis, right near the boats, right? Yeah, right on Ocean Street. And you're right. Um, you know, when people think of a clam shack, they just think of a shacky little thing. But when they come in, you know, the dining room is beautiful. And it's got a beautiful view of the harbor with all the boats. And we have a good-sized outside patio, too, that people can enjoy. And I imagine it's got to be the freshest food you're going to get anywhere. Yeah, we're going through so much of it that it's delivered daily, you know. Uh, we always have a thing that, you know, our walk-ins are full in the morning, and they're empty when we close at night. So that's all a good sign. And I think they're coming out good. The crew's coming good together. we get a little over 100 people working here. So uh, with the wait staff and the bar and all the runners and the kitchen help, uh, we're trying to keep it together. So. Yeah, and I tell you, after last year, it must just be nice to be open and really open and really back to semi-normal anyway, close to it. 
Yes, you know, um, you know, last year was kind of difficult. We just had outside seating that's six feet apart. You know, then they opened up the inside a little, and but we're basically back to where we were in, in 2019, and everybody's looking forward to it. All the restaurants, I think, are um, uh, psyched about it. Some some guys are having problems getting all the help, but uh, we seem to be fine. We're lucky. Fantastic. Listen, one of my favorites at Spanky's is your Skip's Wicked Good Seafood Stew. I absolutely love it. Can you kind of briefly talk about what's in it? Yeah, I can. Skip's been my chef. He's been with me for over 30, 35 years. And he's a Cape Codder, just like myself, and he knows fish. It's a special recipe that we don't give away, but it has, you know, everything in it from lobsters to scallops to codfish. The broth is really good. It's a creamy, light broth, and, uh, you know, people call it from California and want us to send it out to them, but, you know, we can't do it because of the broth. But, uh, you know, it's one of our specialties, and it's one of the reasons why people come to see us. If you're heading to Cape Cod... And a lot of people from southern New Hampshire do head down to the Cape. You've got to hit this place, Spanky's Clam Shack. It's in Hyannis. Bill, can you just give them the uh, address? Yes, it's 138 Ocean Street, Hyannis. It's down by the docks for the Highline boats. Go to Nantucket, Massavini. And also, there's a lot of fishing boats and the Harbor Tour. So there's a lot of things going on around this area, and uh, it's it's very popular. And what are your hours? We open up at 11, and in season, we go till we stop feeding people, which is around 10, 30, 11 o'clock, and then we, we close up. So we're mostly out of here by 11, hopefully, but uh, if we have late parties, we stay, and uh, it works out. And remember, if you're doing what I like to do, if you're heading over to the islands, you've got to stop in, get a little to-go container. It's great to have on the boat. And thank right, you so much. And you're right there. Thank you so much. Hey, Bill, thanks so much for being with us, and good luck to you this season, and we look forward to getting down there and stopping in, and I, anyway, look forward to absolutely stuffing my face. Yeah. Well, say, please stop by and say hi, and thank you for having us, and thank you for the time you're spending with us. All right, we'll talk thank to you, you so soon. Thanks, Bill. All right, take care. Yep. Bye-bye. A gastromaniac, Jack H. from Hollis, New Hampshire, wrote in and he wants to know if I really use Manny's olive oil. I do. It comes from Crete. The Greeks make some of the best olive oil in the world. It is very well priced. We have it at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's not terribly expensive. The price you see there is including shipping, so there's no additional shipping. It's harvested by hand. There are no chemicals. It's really a great olive oil. Manny's olive oil. I use it. And that's why I sell it, because if I didn't use it, I would not sell it on this site. Give it a try. Manny's Olive Oil from Crete with love. Hey, my friends, I want to take a moment and talk to you about CookingSomethingGood.com. CookingSomethingGood.com is a website, and it's a great website if you need something that's food-related, whether it's equipment, specialty foods, gift certificates to great local restaurants, Cooking Something Good. And right now at cookingsomethinggood.com, we've got a really great thing going on. It's called the Cooking Something Good My Recipe Book. It usually goes for $19.99. We're selling it for $9.99 right now. It's a recipe book that's blank on the inside. It's got just blank lines that you can pass around to family and friends, grandparents, great-grandparents, aunts, uncles, people in your family who have great recipes that you want to keep forever. And when you buy one of these cookbooks for just $9.99, every dollar is donated to the Nashua Soup Kitchen and Shelter. It's a great organization. They help feed people who are in need, desperate need of food. Food insecurity is a huge problem in our country, and we are so lucky to have this organization right here in our area. So go to cookingsomethinggood.com for all your needs and get yourself one of these recipe books and help out a great cause. Cooking 
somethinggood.com. We stuck around. We're glad you stuck around. We are both together again after a brief commercial break. Welcome back to Cooking Something Good. It's time now for the foodie know-it-all question of the day. You want to win a great gift? You can. Today it is a 8.5 fluid ounce bottle of Manny's Basil Olive Oil. It is my favorite oil. I've been using it for a long time now. It's my go-to. It's Manny's olive oil, basil, and it usually goes for $19.99 plus shipping. We're just giving you a bottle today. We're going to ship it to you too. It's free. All you have to do is be the first person to answer the foodie know-it-all question of the day. Dial in to 732-336-1040. If you are the first person to leave your answer, you will be the winner. Today's foodie know-it-all question of the day. What is the only fruit to have its seeds on the outside? What is the only fruit to have its seeds on the outside? 732-336-1040. Be the first. You win. Manny's Olive Oil. Save yourself $19.99 plus shipping. Here at Cooking Something Good. Today's foodie know-it-all question of the day is brought to you by E.L. Harvey & Sons, a family-run business that has quietly been improving the quality of life, providing environmentally sound and economically sensible waste disposal and recycling since 1911. Check them out at elharvey.com. Just like that, another show has come to an end. Special thanks to today's guest, Billy Moore from Spanky's Clam Shack in Hyannis, and Gary Greco from the Starboard Galley in Newburyport, Massachusetts. Tomorrow, another great show. We cannot wait to get going. We're going to have Damon Todd from the Portland Lobster Company in Portland, Maine with us, and also Bruce from Ray's Seafood in Rye, New Hampshire. We'll have the Sharila deal of the day, the foodie know-it-all. We're going to talk about the recipe of the day. We're going to have a very special recipe for you. All in all, tomorrow is going to be a fun day. We hope you go out and make today a great day. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And we will be back tomorrow here on Cooking Something Good. See ya.